All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Web Gems Baseball Podcast. Opening day finally came. Most of us are happy. Some of us here are uh, a little frustrated. So in this episode, we're just going to do it. We're going to start doing what we, we plan on usually doing and just go through all the big news in each division of baseball. So we'll start with the AL East. And I'll open the floor to these two guys. Nick, I'll, I'll let you go first, and then I'll uh... – All right. I mean, Red Sox fans, there's, there's nothing more frustrating than what's going on right now. Uh, I mean, you look at the AL East right now, the fucking Rays are in first. Uh, the Orioles are in second. I mean, given it's been five games, it doesn't really matter. They've only but played still, three. But still, let me tell three you. Against the, three against the Red Sox. Let me tell you, the Red Sox suck right now. They suck ass. Like they get they get a good good offense, pretty good. You get some some players uh, producing, some not. Uh, Andrew Benatendi. Um, the pitching sucks. Like the uh, not they don't even suck. They, there's no word to describe what is going on with our pitching right now, and it's not the bullpen. It's whoever starts the game. They cannot get out of the first two innings without giving up a bomb after a walk. And then we're playing from behind after three damn innings. Nick, just just take the Red Sox away. I, I'm not. I, it's not even worth my time. Listen, <laughs> so Ron Renicky is the biggest friggin' beanbag, friggin' buttercup, <laughs> friggin' dumbass head in the friggin' league. Let me tell That's you. That's a nice way to put it. Let me tell you about something about this dumbass. This guy puts in Ryan Weber. I've, you guys already know how I feel about Ryan Weber. Ryan Weber should not be on a major league roster. He comes in here throwing like this, friggin' 62 miles an hour. I don't need that. I don't need Matt Hall coming in the game. Yeah, he's a lefty. He's a lefty. The guy can't even get a fucking trash can out. The guy sucks. The whole fucking team sucks. <laughs> All right. I'm fuck the, um, the season. Oh, my God. A series finale against the Orioles. Josh Osage. Starts. The, uh, the freaking ostrich. The ostrich. Two runs. You know, two runs, right? That's expected from literally every one of our starters now. But now, Renicky comes and takes him out for freaking Springs, who gives up five runs in two innings. And then he goes to Hembry. If you're down 7-0, why are we bringing Hembry in? For point two innings. Why? 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 And then he brings a godly who has an amazing game, but we're down by five. So doesn't really matter. Renicky like, sucks. He sucks. And then another thing. It's kind of like the Red Sox hitters that I mean Devers is starting to get better. Bogarts is starting. JD had a bad game yesterday. But they need to all freaking hit. I don't need to see Kevin Pillar being the best hitter on the team. I'm sick of that shit. I, I better start seeing these top guys. And Benintendi, I hope you're watching this. You blow, okay? You're like one for 26 with like 85 strikeouts. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about you. It's like a, a pitcher, especially a left-hander, goes up there and they're like, oh, Andrew Benintendi, let me just throw three breaking balls down in the dirt and he'll swing at all three. Like, are you serious, Benintendi? We're not paying you what? How much are we paying this fool? 6.6. Well, that was was before. We ain't paying you $6.6 million to go up there and swing at three pitches. We can just get Chris Davis to do that, or I can do that. We don't need your ass doing it, okay? Go 
hit, hit the damn ball. How do you go from lead off to the nine hole? Because you blow. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, okay. Okay. Enough with the Red Sox. Here. I think the Red Sox gonna trade them. Yeah. But yeah. But anybody else in the AL East? I think the, the Rays are looking pretty good. Rays Sorry. are looking really good. They. They. Uh, I think they're. I don't, who do they beat their first? They beat the Toronto Blue Jays in their first series. And now they're currently in the series with the Atlanta Braves. So. Yep. They're doing well. They demolished Faulty Navage. Yeah. Demolished him. <laughs> they 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 destroyed him so bad the yeah, Braves yeah. had to DFA him that day. <laughs> that's when you know it's that, bad. that's a different conversation. First start there. of the year. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that soon. <laughs> but other than that, the Yankees haven't been able to play many games. Same with same with the Orioles because of the outbreak between the Marlins and possibly the Philadelphia Phillies. So there's Phillies nothing really no to talk about yeah. there. Only yeah. thing to talk about with the Yankees as a Yankee fan, James Paxton really needs to fix his stuff for next start. That's it. His velocity was very low against the uh, the Nationals. It was it was wise for Boone to give uh, to take him out in the first uh, after one inning, but so uh, yeah, he needs to fix some stuff because Yankee starting pitching needs needs some work. Like on paper, it looks pretty good, and then all of a sudden they perform they un they, they perform uh, underexpected. So they just need to figure that out. But other than that, it's been looking pretty good. Everything's to be expected. Gary Sanchez is going to strike out at least ten times before he gets a home run. Start a year, typical. And yeah, uh, another thing is Giancarlo Stanton's actually starting off pretty damn well. I'll give him that. Everyone's saying he's supposed to have an outbreak uh, an outbreak year. A breakout year. I hope he doesn't have an outbreak. We don't want anyone <laughs> getting the virus. He's supposed to have a breakout year, and I didn't think so, but it's looking this promising start. So we'll see what goes on there. And with the Orioles, they beat the Red Sox in the series. That's all. So you need to know about how the Red Sox started this year. The Orioles and the Mets. Don't even get me started again. We start going again. All right, moving to Let's another division. Talk about the Red Sox ever again. We'll stay in the East. We'll go to the NL East. So this is where the big story comes in. The Miami Marlins are probably one of the dumbest franchises right now in all of sports. Yeah, I'll get on them. I'll get on a little Marlins rant. Okay, <laughs> these freaking guys—they knew that motherfuckers had Corona, but yet they still played the game. Are you dumb? You already traded away Yelich, Stanton, Ozuna, D. Gordon, Jose Fernandez. They had oh, no control no. over that. But, I mean, you lose every good player you've ever had. I mean, you, Derek Jeter, what are you doing? You're like the biggest pinhead up there. You're the biggest freaking pinhead up there. Your head looks like a bowling ball, and it has no freaking brains in it. You suck. <laughs> he's so bad. Like, oh, he's a great player. When he has to make decisions, he sucks. What like, what do you want me to say? He probably knew they had the positive test. They're like, Derek, you know, we have positives down here. He's like, oh, no, no, just play, just play. They suck. They're like one of the worst organizations in sports. I'm done with them. Yeah, I don't know about the coronavirus with Miami. I mean, no Phillies players have tested positive yet. Only uh, one coach, but that that was like a completely different thing. It's it's yeah. still unknown how the team oh, got that as a strip club or something. They're, they're unsure if, if um, they had caught it out in Atlanta and, got, and passed it on the plane. They don't really know yet, but it looks like a Miami situation. 
hopefully it's a uh, wake-up call for the rest of the league. Take this crap seriously. And, I mean, the Mets season's getting postponed until next week. Oh, no one cares. No one wants to watch the Marlins. Yeah, nobody. Literally, the only people that care are the people that are supposed to beat them. Yeah, honestly. And another thing, their own fans don't even care. Like, their fans, they don't even have fans. Like, honestly, the family members of the players on the team aren't even Marlins fans. They're like, they are so bad that we're just going to like another team and just pretend that, like, my son's not playing for them. I, I tend to believe Miami is one of the worst baseball markets in the country. It is. I mean – I think they've had success too. So, yeah, I think the sports in general in Miami is just not good. Yeah. I don't think it's a great market for any sports, even the Dolphins. At one point, it was the Heat. LeBron was there, but that's basketball. It's pretty easy to win in basketball. Yeah. Just get LeBron and like two other good players on your team, and you're set. Yeah. So you know that, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at the rest of this division, the Nationals aren't starting off pretty good. Only one win, four losses. Lost it to the, to the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays, I don't know. I don't know if that's a case of the Nats are starting off terrible or maybe the Blue Jays are – I know the Blue Jays dropped the series against the Rays, but maybe the Blue Jays are better than we thought. I mean, they're young. That's the thing. So, I don't know how long the Blue Jays will be good. That's what sucks with the, with the 60-game season. In a 162-game yeah. season after maybe 40 games, you really get to know every team, their tendencies and all that stuff. But now this season, once you're 40 games through, you're two-thirds of the way through the season. You're pretty much – yeah, you're set on playoffs or not. Uh, I think you can see a lot of uh, – a lot of maybe the teams we didn't expect to be that good beat some of the better teams. Because baseball is just like that. And Baseball is one of the only sports like that. Yeah. It's like anyone can beat anyone. It doesn't matter if you have your ace going against the worst teams, like number five, you can still lose. Like, yeah, me and Nick were talking about betting the other day with baseball and, like, the money lines and stuff. Like, we're just talking about how, honestly, probably never bet on baseball like that. Yeah. Really, it's hard. It's really something hard. every day of the week. Because, like, you could be – one team could have an ace out there and then the other team could have, like, a bullpen day and the team with the bullpen day could win 14 and nothing. Like, it literally – and it literally could be, like – any team, so that's the thing. So it's kind of like I would never bet on a baseball game. You're really taking yeah. it too much. The uh, I, I don't even think I'm going to say the Mets look good. They just the Red Sox look bad. <laughs> I will say though that one home run Pete Alonso hit a Fenway, absolute bomb. That was the uh, hey, city was Suspedis. Uh, Suspedis. He had a bomb in uh, City, I believe, the first series. Yeah. That was a launcher. Yeah, but this Pete Alonzo bomb came off the bat at 117 or 118. It literally drilled a cardboard cutout in, like, inside the green moss and then hit back. If that was a person, they'd be dead. There's no doubt about it. I've never seen a ball get out of Fenway quicker than that. I've never seen a ball. I mean, the thing hit the seats and then came back, like, on the field. If that was a person, it would have hit the guy's head, went through his head, and then hit somebody else in the back and went through the head. Like, I mean, it got out of there quicker than, like, I blink and the freaking thing is already back on the field. Like, it was ridiculous. I remember me and Nick were texting each other. We were like, holy crap, that ball was absolutely rifled. It wasn't even hit far. It was just on a line. 
Lonzo has crazy power like that. Yeah, he's, he's had a rough start to the season, too, also. Yeah. I think that's Starting off as a slumper. A lot of players have had a rough start. Yeah, no, I know. I was about to say that. Like, Cunha's had a rough start. Lonzo's had a tough start. It's reflected in the uh, league ERA, too. The league ERA right now is 4.21. Yeah, that's, that's about right. At this time last year, it was about 4.51. Yeah. So, little little lower than uh than the average, but well, yeah. Tom Verducci, he was saying like, let me tell you, um, I think it was Tom Verducci. He was like, I don't know, we'll be knowing. He was like, the pitchers are ahead of the hitters at this point. He also said something about we're on this division, anyways. He said something about Anibal Sanchez. He's like, Anibal Sanchez, he's missing the zone a lot more than I've seen in the past uh, few months. Oh, he looks good. What do you mean, Annabelle, the past few months? We haven't played baseball in months. What do you mean? He said, this is the, this is the most I've seen Annabelle Sanchez miss his own in the past few months. I, I forget mean, if he was about to say years, yeah. It's his first start of the year, so, I mean, it, I don't know what baseball he must, he must have been years. There's no way it's been years since Annabelle's missed his own. <laughs> I forget who he was playing. But he, looked guys. Really good. he looked really good that game. Yeah. All right, we have one more team to talk about in the NL East here, and it's the Atlanta Braves. They've had an interesting start. One of their yeah. their all star pitcher, Mike Fultonavich, comes in for a start, gives up six earned runs, and now he's DFA'd. Yep, <laughs> that that's some, that sums so, up his. Uh... That gives the uh, that gives the club about seven days to decide what they want to do with him. I think um, <laughs> that also went off. Uh, I think it's going to give the team uh, seven days to decide what they want to do with him. I wouldn't be surprised if we see any team trade for him. Yeah, honestly, I could see somebody use him in the bullpen. Yeah, but if he has to clear waivers, uh, I think the Phillies. I think the Phillies are going to pick him up. If not, maybe the Mets. Oh yeah, I don't even freaking know. Like some like random ass team would probably get him, like the freaking Oakland Athletics or something like that. Thing is, if any if any National League team wants them, they're gonna get preference over any American League teams. Yeah. All right, moving into the NL Central, we have the Cubs off to a hot start. Yeah, I like the Cubs this year. Really John Lester, play. John Lester had a no hitter going through six innings, and they decided five. to take him out. Five. Yeah. Five. Yep, through five innings. Seventy-five pitches. I'm not really sure what happened there. I, I I didn't really read into it, but if that is what it looks like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but Kyle, I don't know if he was only scheduled to throw 75 yeah, or something probably. this early in the year, but I don't know. The, the, he looked really good. Let's just talk about Kyle Hendricks, though. Complete yeah. game, first yep. start of the year. I mean – He's underrated because nobody really talks about the pitcher that's a sinker baller that throws 87 miles an hour. Like he nobody... has always – he has been underrated his entire career. Yeah, because he works – His entire career. He works the contact ground balls, so it's like it, – it's not talked about because he doesn't strike everyone out, but he gets people out. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not sexy. That's why. Yeah. That's why you don't see all this buzz around him. But he does his job. There's more buzz around freaking uh, – you Darvish, who blows. Yeah, you Darvish, what an awful start. You Darvish just always blows. Yeah, it's like one good start out of seven, and then people are like, oh, you Darvish, he's really good. But then the other six, he walks eight people and gets up 12 runs. So I hate his curveball, too. Yeah. It's he, does, he doesn't go hard enough to throw it. Yeah, exactly. He throws like 66 miles an hour on a curve, leaves it hanging. 
All right. The so just like the mid the mid table here of an NL Central is kind of just unusual. So we have the St. Louis Cardinals, Milwaukee Brewers, and Pittsburgh Pirates. We can pretty much all in the same, like pretty much being the same thing. Like all two and three are two and two, two and three. They're just starting off. I think you really can. Yeah, it's very early to decide who's starting off. Like really bad, really good, but like. You know, the Pirates, we're expecting them to drop off a decent yeah. amount. I expect the Cardinals to take a step up. Brewers to stay about in that middle part. I don't really expect them. To... Yeah, the big surprise is the Cincinnati Reds. They've started off horrendous. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh... Maybe they just caught on to the Cubs that were just very hot. But I think we the Reds hitting has just been quiet. We all picked the Reds, I think, in the top three of this division. So Yeah. It's just, I think they'll they'll make their way back up. It's yeah. just such a small sample size to opening really day. They were they looked good. I mean, I just don't really have enough information to opine on what the division yeah. really looks like right now. It's just such a small sample size. I will say though, their top three of the rotation is really good. I was really impressed with Luis Castillo, but especially I think he went six and a third and struck out eleven guys. I mean, I think it was it was against the Tigers, which isn't really necessarily a big feat, but I would still take that in your first start of the year, go six innings, strike out eleven. I'll take that versus anyone, blind team, whatever. It doesn't even matter. I I don't care. All right, moving into the AL Central, we have the Cleveland Indians, Minnesota Twins. They to start off the the. Indians surprised me more than the Twins. I expected the Twins to start off pretty nice. Their hitting's unbelievable. Indians, I figured, you know, they were, their pitching wouldn't be as good, but their pitching's holding up pretty well. Yeah. Cleveland is one of those cities that just has great pitching. Really, any way they can stretch their windup or stretch their rotation, pretty good. Yeah. They had that kid to ballet last night go, I think, six innings, strike out nine, give up two runs. I will say this. I know home field uh, doesn't really have an effect necessarily because of the fans, but Cleveland is yet to play on the road. So we'll have to see how that rolls. Uh, Minnesota's only played one game at home. Uh, I will say, I think at the in the end, it's going to be very close, but I think Minnesota's lineup is just unreal, it's, especially Nelson Cruz is 40 years old, but the guy just had a game where he hit two bombs and like, what did he have, six or seven RBIs or something ridiculous like that. I mean, the guy's unreal. I do kind of want to hit on uh, uh, the White Sox. I know we didn't bring them up, but record-wise, they're one and four. But I would say I like uh, one thing about their team that has some promise. Luis Robert, I've I've always pronounced it Robert. I thought it was pronounced like that, but apparently it's straight up pronounced Robert, which I didn't expect it to be. But I thought it was Robert this whole time. But everyone um, did. Yeah, but I keep hearing people say Robert. That's how it's pronounced. So I'll just go with that. Be politically correct or whatever. <laughs> you don't want to offend anyone. But um, whatever you want to call it. He's really good. Um, and Anderson's I, having a really good start to the season. Yeah, I, I think I think Robert's batting about 400. He's got his first career home run. And then yesterday I saw him. I, he was in center field. He ran all the way over to right field and literally – jumped right in front of the right fielder to catch a ball. He, like, ran in a ridiculous amount. So, it's like the guy's an unreal athlete. I think him, Jimenez, those guys can be the future of their team. Right now, they ain't doing too great, but I like what I see in the future. Not I, ex- I expected them to 
be a little bit better. I mean, again, it's still early, but to yeah. start off, like guys like Edwin Encarnacion, he's not really panning out to start off. But again, like these power hitters, they're always going to start off slow. I don't know what it is, but they always start off slow. Yeah, it happens. So, and I mean, they're pitching. Their they're ace, Gialito, he had a horrible first game. He got, I think he got pulled out like at least four innings in. He gave up like five runs or something. It was not a good look. But if, again, like everybody, everybody, like it's still too early to tell. So like everybody, everyone's weirded out that it's a sixty-game season and we're starting in the middle of July. So yeah, we'll be be living. So I mean, the White Sox couldn't keep the Twins off the board. That's yeah. where the, the, that's where my my issue with the White Sox is. I have a feeling uh, a lot of teams aren't going to be able to keep the Twins off the board, unfortunately. I, I, I still have the White Sox finishing third in that division. And yes, I don't think I'm going to change that. Yeah, the, the Detroit Tigers and Kansas City Royals just do not look good. But Whit, Merrifield, Whit Merrifield on the Royals, great player. Very good. He's always been one of the top. The thing is, is their records are 3-2 and two and 2-3 two and three because they're playing each other. Like. Yeah. Tigers and Royals are playing each other, so the record's going to look a little bit better because they're beating each other. They're both equally as bad, in my opinion. Right now, it looks like the Tigers might have a slight edge, but I honestly don't know. Like, it's – they could finish this with the same record for all I know. All right, moving into the AL West. The Astros, they finally met their match with Joe Kelly. What a guy. He's tossing at him. Tossed at Bregman, clearly. Uh, we could we could argue whether or not he did it on purpose against Correa curveball. You yep. know, it's, you know, yeah. I'll argue hit, that. But but the thing with like if you watch the, his the full inning, Joe Kelly's fastball is just not there. So he had to throw breaking balls everywhere. Yeah. So his breaking ball was pretty accurate, but like, I mean, you could argue it was on purpose if it was not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I, I don't really know. I don't. Yeah, we also went inside to uh, Yuli Gurriel like twice, right up and in. So was like, yeah, it was obvious his fastball was not that great that yeah. inning. But we know uh, that I think, I think throwing at Bregman is as, as as obvious as it gets. Yeah. Um, if you can't locate a fastball, why are you going to throw at people? You throw ninety eight and you cannot miss high. If you're a pitcher, I don't I don't care who is at the plate. I don't care who in the Astros. You don't throw ninety eight at someone's head. Exactly. I love Joe Kelly. If he put him, if he put it between the numbers, sure. Throwing it at someone's head. Mm-mm. I will say this though. Um, I was watching MLB Network, and they made a somewhat fair point. People are putting a lot on uh, Bregman for the uh, sign ceiling thing. When that actually, wow. when that actually occurred, though, he's a freaking he, rookie. Exactly. And so, like, all the veterans were basically like, "We're doing this." Whether you like you like it or not, he didn't have a choice. And the fact that they're making him, they were making him like a spokesman of it. He really had no right to be that in terms of like trying to. Yeah, they, they were trying. They, they were just they just threw him into the wolf the wolf pack and yeah. said, "Good luck, pal." So now and they strap they strap like raw steaks around him, threw him in a wolf pack, and they're like, "Good luck, buddy." Yeah, it's just like he's taking heat. He's a bit of a he can be a bit of a dink on social media, but like in terms of this. Like science, the only thing he didn't really have as much to do with it as some of the other guys, like Carlos. Yeah, and they gave they gave him a thirty second speech to go read in front of the camera. Yeah, that yeah. that's what All that's what made that. people upset. Yeah, that's what made made people upset. Like the yeah. fact that the fact that he was reading off the cards in the back room and then yeah. his social media presence. I don't I don't think anyone in the league is as pissed off as the fact that the Astros 
stole the signs and everything. Mostly right now, they're just pissed off the way they fucking handled it. Yeah, on a pause. I mean, they handled it like a bunch of two-year-olds. Yeah, basically. I'm sorry. I, Alex Bregman, I, Alex Bregman, am very sorry for for stealing signs. Yeah, stealing signs. And then Altuve went out there for a shorter one and goes like, I'm very sorry, I will not. I, I thought that, that I, that I uh, steal a sign and so I hit the ball and, and then he just like leaves. It'll too yeah. cool. It's my thing with Joe Kelly. You can't locate a fastball, don't throw at someone with a fastball. You miss high. Yeah, no, I agree with head. you there. I feel like yeah. throwing at someone's head is very dangerous. You can't do Never that. Never do that. Do it, do it, like, okay. throw it at the leg. Throw it at the leg, like, throw it at the hip. Like, but if you're throwing at someone's a, head, that's a lot. I don't give a shit who's at bat. You're never throwing at someone's head. And the, you saw, you saw Joe Kelly throw. Yeah, he was throwing at, he was throwing at first base, trying to pick Bregman off by throwing like, heaters right at him. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. I, if I ever hit, so, if I hit, whenever I hit someone on purpose, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I will say, yeah, never throw at someone's head, even if you're Jared Weaver in 2016 throwing uh, 42 miles an hour. You say don't throw at someone's head. It's just. It's, it's too dangerous. Well, you see what happened with to uh, Giancarlo Stanton? Like, yeah. like, throwing at the head is just not good. Especially when you throw 98. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to throw heaters, if you're going to throw heaters at night, <laughs> you're going to 3-0 count, too. Yeah. 3-0 count, and you're throwing the ball that you can't locate. It's bad luck. I will say, though, I did enjoy that uh, Correa bat. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> He strikes him out. He walked off. The best thing about that whole bat was that Kelly struck him out swinging. So it's yeah. like Kelly had all the – he could talk all the shit because, like, he struck him out. And Correa's like, throw me the fastball. Well, he didn't need to because he just struck you over the curve. So, like – Fastball. You can't hit a damn fastball. Why do you want a fastball? You can't hit a fastball. <laughs> and, you can, and then he's like, give me the fastball. Joe Kelly doesn't need to give you a fastball because he just swung and missed at a curveball in the dirt. I mean, come on. Like, get real, Correa. A bit overrated, but whatever. Oh, he's like he—he he was just upset that he didn't get the uh, the call from the dugout. He no. didn't hear. He was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't want the fastball. Yeah, wait. Joe Kelly told him. Curveball. He goes, go back to cheating signs. Or go back, go back to stealing signs. He yeah. yelled that to him, uh, walking off the mound. <laughs> oh. Wait, what is it? We got curveball. Uh, but yeah, they're going to. Uh, they're going to get hit all year. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. It's it, this is just that this was fun to watch. I don't know who's yeah. going to do it now. You you expected it from the the Dodgers because yeah. they lost to them yeah. in the World Series yeah. when it happened. Um, I don't really know who else I think. I, maybe Oakland. Yeah. I think Oakland got cheated out of a uh, league championship. Yeah. I don't think we'll see the end of the uh, of like the Dodgers doing something. Oh yeah, tonight's game will be fun. Yeah, there'll be some retaliation. But even um, the Astros uh, were like, I don't know if we we're gonna do any retaliation or anything because in they're terms gonna do of like, they're not gonna they're not gonna release be like, yeah, we're gonna retaliate. No, but a lot of things. No, they they've made a point. They're like a lot of our pitchers are like rookies. We don't want to like put them out there in that way. But I can see a veteran definitely doing it. See a fucking Ozuna coming out and it's gonna be yeah. It's some they're gonna get a guy from the bullpen to come in. It's gonna hit somebody. Uh, Ozuna has nothing to say though, because I mean he like beat his girlfriend. So I mean, that he's a piece of shit. That's just fact. 
he literally got suspended for domestic violence. So he's he's a piece of shit. Aside from that, that division, Oakland's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Rangers are disappointing me right now, big Marlins. time. I mean, Mariners, Mariners. Mike Trout, Mike Trout's Mariners. a stud. That's all we need to know. Mike Trout has not been that clutch this year. Yeah, yeah. Been, it's been five games, so Mike Trout has not been that clutch. No, but we still love Mike Trout. He took an Ofer the other day, I believe. Yeah, he I mean, was. He oh, we got Ofer to talk about. He's got. When, uh, yeah, the, the other day, Mike Trout struck out to end the game with like two runners on or something yeah. on a fastball up in the zone. I, I don't think it was a strike. Oh, everyone like him. Yeah, he did not think it was a strike either. I think it was a little bit above the zone, but they gave that it was, a, yeah, that, that was close. That was a close pitch. I wouldn't have ended the game like that, though. No, I, w- I wouldn't have, but you got to swing at that. Yeah. That ball was too close to let go. Yeah. But you I think if anyone's going to know the zone, it's going to be Mike Trout. That's the thing. You can't leave the game in the umpire's hand like that. Yeah. You taught that from Little League on. If it's close, don't put the game in the umpire's hands. Uh, yep, and the last thing to we'll talk about is the Seattle Mariners here. So they're one and four, and their run difference is already at minus twenty-one. So congratulations, Marlins. Marlins. Yeah, Mariners, you suck. And Marlins too, you suck. Yeah, I'll, I'll say both of them. Yeah, I always confuse them too because they're like equally sucky. Well, what'd you say was their run differential? Minus twenty-one. Jeez, Red Sox allowed. 29 runs in the last four games. That's close. Oh, man. I haven't added up the Red Sox, but that's close. I think the only thing that's keeping the Red Sox out of that is we won by 11 runs the first game. All right, yeah. So, last division here is the NL West, and we have our guys, the San Diego Padres. They're showing some promise to start. I really like the Padres. I just think that – they're going to keep getting better, too. Like, a lot of the, they have a lot of guys in the minor leagues, especially Mackenzie Gore, the pitcher. He is filthy. Me and Nick were talking about the, – the kid had, like, a 1.4 ERA last year and, like, a 0.85 whip or something ridiculous. He's just insane. Obviously, Tatis is a stud. Hosmer's got it off to a better start than most people thought. If they can, like, get Machado, keep going. A guy like Will Myers could be a wild card. If that guy can actually hit, that that could be someone that the Padres could really rely on. But who knows? Will Myers' yeah, I, hair? Will Myers' hair is at an all-time high right now. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw it. it. It looks it's looking pretty nice. I will say though, I'm pretty sure Kirby Yates blew like his first. He save. did blow a save. I know that because he's on my fantasy team. Yeah, so. which is rare out of him, especially from last year. And especially the first game that he comes in. Yeah, they're lucky though. The uh, Dodgers lost to the Giants yesterday. Yeah. Like Drew Smiley on the mound. Drew Smiley. Apparently, it's 2013 with the Rays. That That's the Drew Smiley that came to play. <laughs> Dodgers played a good game, though. Julio Urias went five innings, one run. Yeah. I like, I like uh, Urias. He's good, but he's just. Yeah. Great Aral got the loss in that game, though. Red Sox were supposed to get him. That deal fell through. Yeah, they were going to get him from the Twins, and then the Twins just ended up trading him to the Dodgers for uh, Kenta Maeda. Physicals didn't work, some stupid stuff. Probably has some elbow issues for all we know. Yeah, so looking at the rest of the division, uh, Dodgers, we're expecting them to be much better. Yeah. Still five games in. Can't really uh, yeah, say nothing. Uh, I, I don't think Colorado's going to stay up there. Yeah, definitely not. Not that good of a team. 
They don't. They just, they they just had a good. They just played the the Rangers. That was pretty much it. And the Diamondbacks, their pitching does not look good to start. I can say that much. Back to loss tonight. Baumgartner going up against Lancelin. I just have a hunch. I'm like Baumgartner is going to get out of the fourth inning. He yeah. barely got past his last start too. So. Well, Mer- Merrill Kelly was good for them last night. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I think that was the best thing. Because he had a no-hitter going in through. They kept him in too long. Yeah. Kept him in way too long. Once I, you get a no-hitter at that point, you gotta you can't let him go out that another inning. I, uh, I've i always been kind of uh, critical on Merrill Kelly. Uh, but, I mean, it's one game, so I'm not going to stop being critical of Merrill Kelly. He's just not that great. Uh, he's like a number four, four or five star. I still believe that. But Odor's bomb yesterday. Yeah. Always. That was that was a launch. That's about the only thing that guy does. It seems balls can't get out of that stadium. <laughs> so. Either hits him and Joey Gallo, both the same player, home yeah. runner bust. They're the same. Why they're hitting back to back? Different in height. <laughs> the same shit. Oh, Gallo has a build that he can literally just hit for average, and I just he just doesn't. Yeah, his highest average was like last year, two fifty. Like, 250 is like Joey Gallo hitting 330. It's like the same thing. <laughs> his, his career average before that was like 209. And then you got Shinzu Chu. Oh, terrible. Shinzu Chu. Hitting lead off. You got Willie Calhoun, Ronnie, Ronnie Guzman. Ronnie Guz. I'll give Guzman some time. Yeah, same. All right. The last team, San Francisco Giants. Didn't expect anything more. Oh, I beat L.A. yesterday. No, San Francisco? They, they oh. uh, played San Diego. Fuck. I know. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so much for our uh, no cussing rule, but I think they yeah, have to, We were doomed from the start. Whatever. I screwed up that bad. It's, it's fine. But yeah, I think that's all we got for this episode. Again, it's still early into the season. Hopefully – when it really gets kicked off, we'll talk about a lot more. But, like, we can't really say much now. We've only seen the beginnings of some things. It'll be more interesting in a few weeks. Yep. Yeah. And, I can... yeah. Uh, do, we'll, we'll do, like, a little prediction here. Is there going to be retaliation between the Astros and L.A. tonight? I would say so, yes. Sure, to a point. All right. I think I think it's going to be a typical one. It's going to be a Astros pitcher is going to hit a Dodger hitter, and the umpire is going to give warnings to both sides. Dodgers Dodgers are going to come out and say, "Well, we didn't get a chance to retaliate, so now we can't retaliate." And then that's going to go on, and then they're going to hit again, and someone's going to get tossed. They should get warned before the game. Yeah. So shouldn't be warned after one. It's one of my least favorite phenomenons in baseball. One team hits another person, they give warnings. Stupid. Yeah, I think that's all we got here today, eh, boys? Yeah, I think we're pretty good. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. Episode... What? I had to just say Ben and sucks. I had to make sure that gets up there. There it goes. All right. If you guys didn't know, we have two Red Sox fans there, and they're not very happy. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching another episode of the Web Gems Baseball Podcast. 
we'll be at, we'll be back sooner sooner rather than later. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more. But until next time, see you later. See you.